I'm here with Allison Collins, the head softball coach at Oak Hill High School. Coach, uh, you're off to a good start, 3-0. Yeah. Um, Makeup game this week? Do you have a game Saturday or are you uh, all caught not up? Not yet. We're all caught up right now. We're, we play Caravac tomorrow, which will be a big game. Uh, we moved our Wednesday game up to Tuesday, so preemptively, and uh, so we're all caught up. You know, we talked about that. When I first was an AD in Skowhegan, we were playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and I said, I swear it's good every Monday. Why don't we play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then we can, and you know the other thing that we did? See if you might like this. We played everybody twice. I would love that. And if you played Mount Blue, you played a Monday, Wednesday. So if you had makeups, you're only dealing with one school that yep, whole so time. Yeah, so du- you can uh, double header if you want. Yeah, you can do a double header. You can, and when you're saying it, you guys come in, does y'all feel better? We'll go to your place today, come to ours next time, you know, and so on. So tell me, uh, Coach, about um, who do you have coming back uh, from last year's team? You'll be accounting on, especially seniors or whatever. Uh, my shortstop, my senior shortstop, Kiara Young, um, is a huge asset. She is extremely bright. She's in the top ten. She um, knows the game inside and out. She plays year-round. Um, she's been consistent um, for the last two years at shortstop. She's a great teacher. She teaches, um, you know, the younger players not only how to, how to work her position, but uh, second base as the other middle infield uh, position. And she uh, is great about sharing her, her wisdom and, and how she knows the game. They respect her a lot. Um, she throws hard. She plays hard. She's pedal to the metal. Um, just very gutsy, very gutsy player. My first baseman's also a returning senior. She played varsity last year as well. She plays first base. She's very tall, very lean, so she saves a lot of balls for us. Um, she hit, I think, 478 last year. Um, so she hit very well. Um, she makes everyone very comfortable knowing that if the ball is anywhere in her range, she's going to get it for you. Yeah. So, What's your name? Um, Julia Alberg. So uh, both of those were... Um, Huge returning players. Um, Riley Swan was uh, on varsity last year, but unfortunately broke her arm at the beginning of the season. So um, she's a senior also um, playing outfield, but she missed her whole junior season. And um, so those are were our returning starters. For juniors, I have Sadie Waterman coming back, uh, who had a stellar season last year. Um, and we won all but three regular season games with her on the mound. She's very strong. She moves the ball a lot. Um, she's not necessarily going to overpower you, but she may overthink you. So that's uh, really great on the mound. She also hits very well. She's our number one hitter. Uh, gets on base just a bunch of different ways. So you don't know what she's going to do because she could shoot a line drive up the middle or she could scoot a nice ground ball by you. She could drop down a bunt. So um, she's kind of lethal in that way. Uh, behind the plate this year, I have Abby Neto, who actually is also a third baseman. Um, she is phenomenal at third base, but we needed a catcher. We graduated um, Emma last year, Emma Lister. And so uh, Abby's been behind the plate and she is excellent. She made a diving catch on Tuesday with runners on second and third and uh, two outs in the top of the seventh to end the game for us. Um, layout, Superman dive. Nice. Um, she is, her arm is incredible. She is just an incredible athlete all around. 
Um, Molly Flaherty is back. Uh, last year she pitched a little for us. Um, DP'd some this year. She, her bat has really come alive, and she and Sadie are actually splitting most of the games. Uh, very different pitchers, have different strengths, but they're both very good at what they do. Um, so we have her coming back, uh, and then Mahala Smith, who um, played outfield for us last year and is now center field, uh, and just killer speed, killer speed, and a good bat. Um, so on the bases, in the outfield, so she pretty much runs that. How about surprises or newcomers that you say, wow, this, I wasn't expecting that, or somebody moving up on the JVs? Or? Uh, Julia Noel um, played for us last year, but a lot of outfield um, here and there. This year she's only a sophomore, so she took Abby's place at third when she had to go behind the plate. Um, and she's tiny, but she can move. She can move really well. Um, she has very good lateral movement. Uh, will dive for you, eat dirt, whatever you want. She'll do it. Um, so that's been really nice. And then I have a new second baseman too, which is kind of strange for me because I had the same one for four years. So it was we had four different players kind of, you know, trying to win over that position. And Emily Alberg, Julia's sister, so I have sisters right next to each other, nice. um, won that out. And she's done a very nice job so far. Um, Coach, what since when you played, mm-hmm. I know you played here, what, uh, what kind of trends do you see that have kind of cropped up? I remember when all of a sudden windmill came in. It didn't used to be. It was a slingshot, you know, and then it was windmill. Any trends that you see right now coming into softball? Um, unfortunately, a trend that I see is not a lot of um, high school girls want to play anymore. And if they do want to play, then they're in it 100% and they're playing all year. Uh, there aren't those athletes that necessarily play three sports and, you know, are committed to all three anymore. It's it, a lot of a lot of athletes have individualized and specialized, which I don't necessarily think is a good thing. I I think it's um, better for their bodies, um, better for them in general um, to be with different people and work different muscles and, um, you know, just play all three if that's what they want to do. Seems as though when I was here, uh, slap bunt was huge. Yeah. And I've seen some softball games lately. It doesn't seem like anybody does that anymore. Is that a lost art or? Um, it's. I think it's rare. I think you need somebody that has the combination of skills in order to do that. Um, so obviously you need someone that's extremely quick um, and that can actually put the ball down. So those that I've seen try to do it have not been successful. Uh, Charlotte Waterman did that for us last year. Um, she could slap. She could um, just lay down a, a squeeze bun or a, or a sack bun and get on base. Um, but I have not seen too many people that can successfully do it. I've seen those that have tried but not necessarily are successful at it. Teams in your league that you think are going to be pretty good this year? Madison. Yeah. Um, they've, been, they've been good a long time. They've been good for a very long time. The Campbell time. brothers and been a bunch of them. I don't know who's coaching them now, but it was Campbell for a long time. Yeah, no um, – um, not important but, but anyway he uh they're very well coached they um those that play are extremely committed and you have to be to be in their program and sure. somehow they find a way to make girls good athletes just all around good athletes um and they find a way to win so even when you think you have them you don't 
<laughs> um, so we've been able to get them twice in my career, um, and that's it. Uh, they're just very, just they're very good at what they do. They're smart on the bases. They have great bats. They have great speed. They play their positions well. He puts them in the right positions. It just, everything always seems to work out and go their way. Somehow, some way, they will find a way. And good teams do that. Good sure. teams find a way to win. Sure. Um, so Madison, Winthrop, who we just played on Tuesday, is very good. Um, they were good last year. They were one of our three losses. Um, so they, they I expect, will give people a run for their money. Hmm. Um, and uh, I haven't seen Karabek last year. They were good. They still have Bailey Dunphy, so I expect that she alone can cause a lot of trouble. So uh, those are the teams that we um, were really looking um, to, to focus on. Spruce Mountain, um, we beat them 11-2, to but I think that they are going to be – they have a freshman pitcher that I think as she goes throughout the season, she is going to get better and better, and she's, they're going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You know, I said to somebody, I, I, my niece played for Brewer in field hockey, and they played here at Lew, against Lewiston and Yale, both down here, so I got to see her play. And, and uh, they, they were saying, oh, well, we've seen Skowhegan this, this last fall. I've seen, we've seen Skowhegan this year. They're, they're not going to win it this year. And I go, guys, wait till the tournament starts. There are some teams that I don't care what happened before. <laughs> there's something about, and that's what you're saying about Madison. There's something yeah. about, you it, know, when, uh, when they. You know how to win. Yeah. And yep. they're winners, and they believe in themselves. And when you have that, you have that confidence, you have that aura that no matter what, you're going to, you're you're going to pull it out. And that's what they do. Even if you're ahead in the fifth, ahead in the sixth, it doesn't matter. You can never count them out. Um, and we beat them in the regular season last year. But that was that was, I mean, hard fought. You would have thought we won the World Series <laughs> of softball. Um, but I mean, that's how people go in. So they they get people. I mean, when you say Madison, the girls start getting nervous. So that's that's the thing. That's the other thing they have. When you when you have that, you know, legacy coming in, you're all, all, every other team's already at a disadvantage. Sure. What uh, I have a kind of peculiar question here. Um, <clears throat> of the schools that you play, how many have female softball coaches? Uh, Lisbon. But I'm going to say like 30 percent, 40, 50 percent. No, yeah. not 50 percent. No. Definitely not. Maybe 30 might be stretching it. Maybe I don't even think it's that. Um, I not for varsity coaches. It's. You know, I, I told somebody the other day when my wife she coached everything at Skowhegan. You name it, she coached it. It was good for me as the AD because I could count on her to coach. But her first year coaching the KVAC, she was the only female softball coach. The only one. 20 yep. schools? Yep. Anyway. It's it's definitely, uh, um, we call it the boys club. <laughs> and um, it's unfortunate, but I, I can understand how that happens because typically the women we're end up, we end up, stay, we start and then we end up, we end up staying home with our kids or going to see our kids stuff and <clears throat> men typically stick it out and they're able to keep coaching and uh, women typically end up giving it up for their kids. Yeah, you know, I mean, I told you that's what my wife did. And uh, although I, I stopped fairly soon after that. Once once we moved and I was in administration, I didn't do any coaching. because I was always gone. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, by the way, when you see a dad, tell him, when he says he was a great player at Maine, tell him, I, that's what I said. I, he was one of the best players I ever saw. So he'll, he'll appreciate that. He would never that. say that. He would say, oh, I oh, was really? Uh... Oh, no, no. He... 
he have you ever seen him any film or see him no. he was an open stance I'm, I'm guessing he's right eye dominant he's a right hand batter and he's a really open stance first time I'd seen him I was like I'm thinking he can't hit doing that oh my god he's the best hitter seriously he was fantastic so I wish I could have seen him play oh he was fantastic and a good shortstop he, he really was he was really good I mean I played my freshman year because remember freshmen were eligible and then I broke my leg in the last football game my sophomore year and I I, I couldn't play my sophomore, and then after I said, I'm just going to concentrate on football and not play softball. I mean, uh, baseball. But uh, any other thoughts about the upcoming season? I mean, the weather, of course, is going to drive us all crazy, like it always does. But uh, although these fields here, we're, we're about as well off as anybody. They dry pretty quickly. You can get using get on them fairly, fairly easily. Although the the high trees, the snow goes late on your field. But once we have it's not dry, practiced yet on oh, our you field. Haven't been on it yet? We have oh not practiced my. on our field. So we've played we played two games on it, um, but have not practiced on it at all. Wow. Um, and we had snow our first game on oh, the field. So we had a ground rule double that uh, my shortstop hit into the snow. Um, but uh, the last so the last game was the only time that we have had the field without snow. And um, unfortunately, it does not soak up any water. It just pools because it's all clay. Mm. So um, baseball field usually does better baseball than ours. Baseball field draws, yeah. draws pretty well. Football, you can't even keep water on it. It's just the opposite. It's all sand. Yep. So. But, yeah, I mean, I, I expect that um, we should do pretty well. I do, I do wish that we were still in the KVAC so that we were playing the same teams that we play in playoffs because it's really difficult one, playing a C schedule and getting into the tournament. Once you're in the tournament, you know nothing about your opponents. You have, you're, you're playing teams that are much more difficult overall. Like just a, a, a teams that have huge schools compared to what we have. Um, so it's great during the season because you, you can win. But if you can win during the season and then you're one and done in the playoffs, it really doesn't no. help you any. So I was not a proponent for moving to the MVCs as much as, I mean, I, I respect the teams that are in it 110%, um, but I think we should be in that class. Either we need to be in Class B sure. and play the Class B schools, or we need to be in Class C where we should really be because we're much closer to their size than we are to Class B. Sure. Yeah, I think one of the things that turned us here through the years, we were in the, mid, we were in the MVC way back, and we were in the mid-main conference and the KVAC and now back in the Mountain Valley again, and that is uh, when they go to classify, we're always right on the edge. Right on so the edge. So suddenly we're the smallest B school. And, boy, there's a huge difference. Huge. Uh, upper number. I mean, it's huge. It's and not, even, it's not yeah. even close, and it's not, it's not fair to these girls who are playing where they should be all year and then are expected to play against these schools that are choosing from two-plus times you know, the athletes that we get sure. to choose from. You'd be better off being eight and six in the regular season, but ready for tournament. Exactly. I would love to do that. I would love to that, do that. Because the, the upside of being in a conference where you're all similar is you do have an opportunity to have some good success in the regular season. You want them to go further than that. So that, that that's a little frustration. But I can see the other side of it. You get the chance to, to win some games and feel good about your team and so on. But. I'm, I'm really hoping that they decide, much like the other sports, to reclassify, so open up more classes for baseball and softball so that, I mean, you're looking at our baseball team that has 11 players, our, our whole program, and our softball program that has 19 players. Why? Because we have 400 kids in our school and we just don't make the cut. So if they would make more classes sure. like they do in others, then we yeah. might be playing teams that are more like us. We've talked with uh, several people. I mean, it's not an issue with E.L. and Lewis, then, of course, but for most everybody else, the numbers are down. 
Yep. We, we're, we're seeing a lot of schools that don't have a JV program. Yep. And unless you've got JV softball, which, you know, all the places don't have it anymore. Baseball. Can you imagine baseball here not having a JV program? It's unbelievable. And and uh, I know Deerago, they, they've won two state championships lately, you know, the last couple of years. But they, they've always been competitive. They, they got 16 kids total. It's and he raised money to have a JV program. They didn't have any kids, you know. So it, it's really difficult when you look at how do you put this all together when you don't have very many kids. And I don't know. I know that population has gone south so part of it is numbers like i said 220 kids since i left here yeah but uh a lot of kids don't want to bother they don't want to they take the other time. things the they commitment. want to do they want to do other things they want to and working is a big thing in this community like working as soon as you can drive well, and it's financial pay to play uh, i don't care you got to have a warm-up suit i mean there's a lot of things that cost money that when the economy's tough tough on on families it, how are you going to do that? Yep. And that's one of the things that goes first. Yep. You know, and it's this, really, this really unfortunate because it's it's so it's just so good for them oh, and yeah. the and the things that come you know the things that come out of them here are so much different. You get to see them in a such a different light than you see them in the classroom, and it's just I don't know. I just feel like it makes a much more well rounded sure. person. And the stats say from the MPA. Uh, that those that play activities, whether it's athletic or non-athletic, are much better students. They have oh, to yeah. budget their time better. They get used to knowing they're under the gun, you know, and so on and so forth. Every year I've had girls in the top ten. Sure. Every single year. Oh, sure. Well, listen, I hope we can get back and see you again maybe three-quarters of the way through the season. Absolutely. Talk again. I appreciate Absolutely. taking the time, and I know you're waiting on practice. And That's all right. Good to Thank see you. you. Take Thank care. Thank you. That's great. Thank you.